0: From the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia. This is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA.
1: Hi there, I'm Graham, VK4 BB, VK4 Baker Baker. You have tuned WIA National News for we commencing February 2, 2014. And yes, up in far north Queensland, the curly wind season has arrived. So let's check what's happening around the
2: Atherton Tableland area, before he gets blown away, it's across to Dale. Good day from the Atherton Tablelands. This is Dale, the K4 DMC for the Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club. Trek in Far North Queensland. Well, the wet season has finally arrived here in the north. However, Trek is hoping for good weather on the 7th and 8th of February when we will be operating from River, grid locator Quebec Hotel 22, using the call sign VK4XQA, commemorating 100 years of amateur radio operations in Queensland. The station will be set up at the Mariba Heritage Centre, about 10 metres from the original XQA spark gap transceiver that Marcus Brim used exactly 100 years ago. Details about frequency, as well as information about the XQA Award, are available on the text edition of the WIA News. Well, that's your lot for this week, short and sweet. Once again, don't forget to visit the Trek website at www.treclub.org.au for club information and news. This has been Dale, VK4 DMC, and you are listening to the WIA News travel well from the curly wind season
1: down to the bottom of the mainland where it's elephant season melbourne's annual
0: eastern and mountain district radio club white elephant sale and Hamfest is once again fast approaching with a mix of commercial traders and private tables full of new toys or that hard to find special component or used bargain the event has something for everyone The famous barbecue will once again be cooking up a storm out the front with bacon and egg rolls, snags, and of course, lots of onions. Tea and coffee and drinks are also available. The event starts at 10am, Sunday the 23rd of March, at the Great Rari Primary School, 46 Great Rari Street in Heathmont, just down the road from Ringwood. Have a look at the club's website, www.emdrc.com.au and contact the club to book your table or for more information. Or you can email the club at wes2014, that's wes2014 at emdrc.com.au or leave a message on 03 9005 9251. And I'll see you at the EMDRC White Elephant Sale. If you're
3: in the top half of the Territory, you're listening to this news broadcast from VK1WIA via the Darwin Amateur Radio Club station, VK8DA. And heard Sunday mornings at 9am local time, transmitting on 146.900, the Palmerston repeater, which requires a 123Hz tone to access it. On HF, we transmit on 3.555 in the 80m band. 7.193 in 40 metre band, 10.137 in the 30 metre band, and 14.337 megahertz in the 20 metre band. This is Spud on behalf of the Darwin Amateur Radio Club. You're listening to VK1WIA. WIA board talk. And Last week we mentioned that
1: we had discovered that the WIA AGM was in VK4 this year. Well, if you have a look, I think it's page 8 on AR Magazine, which... Should have hit the post office, or at least your post box, this week. You'll find a full story there. You'll also find material now on WIA front page news when you go to wia.org.au. And in just a moment, Trent VK4TS will join us with what's happening on the sunny coast. But... During the late December period, I guess it would have been, you would have received a request from TED, VK2ARA, if you were a secretary of an affiliated Australian Amateur Radio Club, asking to advise which federal electorate their club was located on. This was to help with planning for a proposed activity to celebrate and commemorate Anzac Day, the 100th Anzac Day coming up. Well, at this stage, planning for this proposed activity has been put On Hold. You see, we've learnt that the WIA is also planning an activity for affiliated radio clubs using a special event call sign to be offered to those clubs. Now that's the only information we have at this stage, but hopefully further details will become available very, very shortly. So if you've already provided your federal electoral information to TED, VK2ARA, thank you for your prompt response. However, this information is not now required until the full details on the WIA's planned radio club activity becomes available. So, Andy, VK4KCS, and Alex, VK4TE, keep plugging away there. It will happen.
4: Hi there, this is Trent, VK4TS. The WIA annual conference is going to be on the Sunshine Coast this year on May the 16th, 17th and 18th, 2014. The preliminary details for the 2014 annual conference being held on the Sunshine Coast. The host club is the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club led by Richard VK4RY and myself. Members who register for the event will be able to participate in a range of fascinating and memorable activities. The Sunshine Coast is where you will experience a laid-back lifestyle centred around pristine beaches, freshwater rivers and lakes, subtropical forests and warm sunshine. The weekend program will commence on Friday evening at the Alexandra Head Surf Life Saving Club and there will be several breakout options for like-minded amateurs to get together. On Saturday morning the WIA Annual General Meeting followed by the Open Forum will be held in the shed at Aussie World with lunch provided for all registered attendees. There will be a range of presentations on the Saturday afternoon, and for partners an alternative tour will be run on the Saturday, and this includes going to the Yamundi markets. On Saturday evening the annual dinner will be held in the shed at Aussie World, and Sunday will feature a visit to the Sunshine Coast base of the RACQ Rescue Helicopter and various rescue venues on the Maloolaba Spit, culminating in a visit to Underwater World. For those not travelling back to their home QTH on Sunday afternoon and who will be staying on Sunday evening, then the host club, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club, would like to invite you to a relaxing evening barbecue at Skark HQ. The cost of the Sunday evening barbecue will be $10 per person and drinks will be BYO. For travel details and accommodation options, browse the Sunshine Coast information websites. There is no accommodation available in the immediate vicinity of the main venue, so please make your own arrangements as you see fit. We anticipate having details available soon, so watch for updates in the online registration form on the WIA website and future issues of Amateur Radio. This has been Trent, VK4TS.
5: What use is an F-call? A little while ago, I had a conversation about the difference between Amateur Radio and CB Radio. This distinction is obvious to most amateurs, but much less so to the rest of the community. On the face of it, there are people with radios that you can talk into, and someone else can hear it. There are different frequencies involved and antennas come into play, pretty much the same thing. Not so. There is one fundamental difference between amateur radio and CB radio. This basic difference is simple to explain, but the implications are that the two are different animals. Here it is. The fundamental difference is that in amateur radio it's the person that is licensed, in CB radio it's the radio itself, a so-called type approval. So, to legally participate in CB radio, you need to purchase a licensed radio. To legally participate in amateur radio, you need to obtain a personal amateur license. There are many other subtle differences and implications. A typical approved CB radio has a specific set of predefined channels and power. In amateur radio, the power and frequencies you're allowed to use are determined by your license. There's much more that I can cover in a minute and a half, but that's the basic gist. I'm Ono Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima, Alpha Bravo. From the WIA
0: News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the
6: National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International News with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Bitcoin transmitted over radio waves. On the morning edition show CBC, Kitchener-Waterloo was able to successfully transmit a Bitcoin over radio waves. This makes what is believed to be the first known transmission of the digital currency by a public radio station. A series of beeps were played over the air, and listeners were asked to use an app known as Chirp.io to decipher a code produced by the sound. Chris Scorey of Rockland County, New York, was the winning recipient and unlocked a .05 Bitcoin worth about $40. Canada fully authorises 5MHz channels. Canadian Regulator Industry Canada, IC, have released a decision to allow amateur radio operators to use the 5332, 5348, 5358.5, 5373 and 5405 kHz frequencies on a no-interference, no-protection basis, 2.8 kHz bandwidth, the same modes as US, 100 watts PEP maximum power. These are the same channels, modes and criteria as those available to US operators on 5 MHz and are as the result of an official IC consultation held earlier in summer 2012. Prior to this, Canadian amateurs have had access to these frequencies since 2012, provided they applied to IC for a special interim 5MHz 60 meter developmental licence utilising a Victor X-Ray 9 series callsign. The Portuguese regulator Anacom has granted radio amateurs the temporary use of the band 1850 to 2000 kHz. To the United Kingdom, the Radio Society of Great Britain has published new band plans for all UK amateur allocations from 136 kHz to 250 GHz. Copies of the band plan pages can be freely downloaded from the operating section of rsgb.org. RSGB membership is not required to access these files. Still in the UK, all UK radio amateurs are required to revalidate their license at least every 5 years. Although amateur radio licences are now classed as lifetime in the UK, revalidation is compulsory. Ofcom have advised that any licences that remain unvalidated by a yet-to-be-agreed date will be considered as lapsed. After this time, licences will need to be renewed and a fee of £20 will be charged. Cybersecurity. Small satellite dish systems called ripe for hacking. Thousands of small satellite dish-based computer systems that transmit often sensitive data from far-flung locations worldwide, such as oil rig ships at sea, banks and even power grid substations, are at high risk of being hacked, including many in the United States, a new cybersecurity report has found. Kay Craigie, November 3, Kilo November, re-elected as ARRL President. Congratulations to ARRL President Kay Craigie. November 3, Kilo November, on her election to a third two-year term in that leadership position. N3KN is the league's 15th president. She lives in Virginia and has been in office since 2010. IARU Region 1 General Conference. The website for the 2014 IARU Region 1 General Conference is now available. The IARU Region 1 Triennial General Conference hosted by the Bulgarian Member Society BFRA, will take place on the 21st to the 26th of September in Albina. At general conferences, IARU Region 1 takes major decisions on the future of amateur radio and determines the way ahead on administrative, operational, technical and financial matters. The conference will also elect the executive committee, working group chairs and coordinators. Two alleged copper thieves caught in Connecticut Police have apprehended a pair of individuals who, they allege, stole copper from multiple transmitter sites in the Connecticut Valley.
3: According to the Society of Broadcast Engineers, Chapter 14 newsletter, the unidentified pair apparently had a list of Connecticut transmitter sites in their vehicle. It says that the suspects would scout out potential sites to hit on holidays. They were caught on video on Christmas Eve while purportedly doing reconnaissance at two transmitter sites in the state.
7: The Consumer Electronics Association, which sponsors the Las Vegas-based Consumer Electronics Show, says this year CES hosted 3,200 exhibitors and covered a record 2 million net square feet of exhibit space. Also, there were about 150,000 attendees, of which some 35,000 or 23% were from outside of the U.S., As to the technology shown, in general, the 2014 event featured devices that seamlessly marry technology and lifestyle in ways mainstream consumers can appreciate. Major trends at this year's show include wearable devices and 4K smart televisions. As to what would be of interest to ham radio operators, shortwave listeners, and other electronics hobbyists, Gordon West, WB6NOA, was there and covered this in episode 130 of the TWIT TV program Ham Nation.
3: Possibly the first proven cyber attack to originate from connected smart appliances occurred between December 23rd and January 6th. This according to the email security company Proofpoint, which says that the scam involved some 750,000 emails from more than 100,000 appliances that had been commandeered by so-called thingbots. These are robotic programs that can be remotely installed on digital devices. Proofpoint noted that connected appliances typically aren't protected by anti-spam or antivirus software, nor are they routinely monitored for security breaches. As such, they didn't require sophisticated hacks, but the mere use of default passwords was enough to make them vulnerable.
4: Those stories from the Average Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak,
0: WA6ITF. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier. James Miller, G3RUH, reports reception of the Rosetta spacecraft signal at a distance of 805 million kilometres from Earth using a 20-metre dish at the Bochum Amateur Radio Facility. On the AMSAT bulletin board AMSAT bb, James Miller G3 RUH writes, Just a quick note about Rosetta crossband. I checked it this morning from Bochum and Rosetta is about fourteen decimals weaker than stereo AB. And Bertram Penel. F5PL located near Castle Maudry, France, 65 kilometers from Toulouse, successfully tracked Rosetta on january twenty first, twenty fourteen at ten hundred hours UTC using a three point five metre dish antenna. Worldwide special interest groups internet the ham's domain. ULOG, a simple ham radio logger. A new free logging application, Ulog, written by Chelmsford UK amateur Charlie M0PZT, offers a fast and no-fuss way to log contacts. Ulog has been designed as an easy-to-use logbook application that offers just the basic fields for QSO entry. There are no fancy gimmicks, just a quick and easy input of QSOs whether you're in the shack or somewhere portable with the laptop. Ulog was unveiled at the recent CARS Amateur Radio Schools workshop. Its flexi input was of particular interest, as you can type the QSL details into a single box and the software intelligently works out which fields to put the information into. And listen-before-transmit software. Yes, it can be annoying when someone transmits over the top of an existing contact. Now Steve N2 CKH has developed this nifty little software that makes this a thing of the past. Listen-before-transmit, or LBT, involves software automatically checking the entire passband before transmitting to ensure that the channel is clear of any SSB, CW or digital signals. If any signals are present, the transmission can be inhibited and the operator informed. The software Steve N2CKH has developed appears to be very effective and its testing so far has detected all human generated signals in the passband that can be heard by ear or seen in the waterfall display. Worldwide special interest group's Rescue Radio. Canadian newspaper says that ham radio is perfect for MCOM. Camrose has run an article describing how Amateur Radio's unique communication expertise can make all the difference in times of an emergency. The article quotes Rose City Amateur Radio Club Vice President Gary Horn, VE6GD. He says that one of the things hams do is keep an emergency radio in the county office so if they're called up for an emergency communications that they'll have a base station already set up. He also notes that the city has ham radio operators' names should they need any help. Worldwide special interest groups stamp collecting amateurs. As of January twenty-sixth, the United States Postal Service started selling a Forever Stamp, a first-class, one-price, global postage stamp. The new international stamp can be used to send a letter to any country in the world affiliated with UN postal agreements and rules. And the price of this stamp? It's $1.15 per stamp. And finally, as I leave you this week, it's a note about the RAOTC.
8: Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey. The Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia is back. Our first bulletin of news and information for 2014 will be on air tomorrow, Monday February the 3rd. The main HF transmissions will take place on 20 metres. At 0100 UTC, there will be a transmission from Melbourne on 14.150 MHz upper sideband, beamed north for eastern states listeners, while at 0200 UTC, it will be beamed westward for WA listeners, again on 14.150 MHz. Also at 0200 UTC, Chris VK6JI, will be transmitting from Perth on 40 metres on 7060 kHz lower sideband, this being intended for WA country listeners, but which may well be heard in South Australia too. Throughout the day, other local transmissions take place on various HF, VHF and UHF frequencies. To find a local frequency and time for your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au Tomorrow's feature story explains how, decades before Morse Code, Napoleon was able to convey messages throughout France and as far afield as Austria in a remarkably short time. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is cordially invited to listen to the RAOTC Bulletin and to join in the callbacks afterwards. So, once again, the first RAOTC Bulletin for this year can be heard tomorrow, Monday, February the 3rd. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW.
1: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on HF on 80, 40, 20 and 10 metres, 6 and 2 metre repeaters around Tasmania, and also HF and UHFCB in the Hobart area from 9am on Sundays and is followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast at 9.30am. I'm Justin, VK7, Tango Whiskey.
9: Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Dateline 2014. WIH on Moyle Field Day, March weekend 15 and 16. WIAVK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint May three. Ten Ten International Summer Contest August two and three. WIA Remembrance Day the ID Contest August sixteen and seventeen. Manly Ringa Radio Society's Flagpole Contest September. Amateur Radio's International Air Ambulance Week nine days from September twenty eight. Special event stations DX speak and repeater and net advice doctor Gerard Bulger VK four BGL dropped us a line this week to offer us all a very special QSO About eighth of February the ship I am on will cross the equator at Greenwich Meridian. The ship's QDH will be zero degrees zero degrees. He will attempt to offer Royal Diamond Shellbacks QSOs at that time. If you have never crossed the equator on a ship you are a polywog and have to pay service to King Neptune the first time you do it by way of onboard humiliation. Getting covered in what they throw out in the kitchen? Kissing a fish or other inventions. Very palm stroke oz behavior. Then you are a shellback. Royal Diamond Shellback is a very rare award you cross at zero zero, and you are a golden shellback if you cross the other side in the Pacific at the international date line. Not sure if QSOs have been held at this position on the globe before. The ship can be tracked by looking it up on vessel finder websites. The ship is Titanium Explorer. Royal Diamond Shellback QSOs crossing at 0 degrees, then 0 degrees on board the Titanium Explorer. Time expectations are now the 9th of February at 0700 hours, the exact time. But dealing with King Neptune takes 24 hours. So I think the honor awarded, I will have to make up a special QSO card after the trip, will be for QSOs for calls over the 24-hour period. I will announce DX Cluster via DX Summit and on Twitter nearer the time. http slash radio has more links on what this is all about. Antarctica RI-1ANR from Novo Runway until March 2014. Activities on the HF bands with a focus on the low bands. QSL via RK1PWA. Joe W5FJG has been assigned to the Amundsen-Scott South Pole Station and will be operating from KC4AAA, the amateur radio station there. He will operate SSB only on weekdays and some weekends through the winter season until November 2014. Almost all activity is currently on 20 metres on or near 14 to 43 kHz. QSL to Larry Skelton K1IED Russian special event R00000 R40s in the letter O symbolizing the Olympic rings is on the air in the context of the 2014 Winter Olympic Games and 2014 Paralympic Games QRV until March 31 in 2014 QSL via U A1OJL LOTW EQSL. New Caledonia in late February. FK stroke K1HP between February eighteenth and the twenty sixth. Operations will be on all the HF bands plus six meters using CW, SSB, and RITI. QSL via his home call sign, which is JE2EHP, either direct or electronically via Club Log or Logbook of the World. Westlake celebrate their 50th birthday. In recognition, they have been granted the special call sign VI2ATZ50, which they will be using during April. International Marconi Day is listed as April 26. Hornsby and District Amateur Radio Club will operate VK2IMD on that day. For VK1WIA National News and slutty Windy Ingham today, on Felix VK4FUQ.
10: Hi, I'm Jorge HK1R. You're listening to VK1WIA. It's just three weeks to go until the largest amateur radio event in the Southern Hemisphere the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Field Day at Wyong. This year looks like it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Remember, it's on hail, rain, or shine. We've ordered sunshine, but you know how unreliable the weather guys can be at times. So we'll be prepared for anything. If you haven't been to Wyong for a few years, this year is the time to make the trip. If you come every year, we'll be very happy to welcome you back. Again, this year, it will be a Wyong weekend, with a foundation licensed training course on the Saturday, and then all the usual attractions on the Sunday, commercial traders, exhibitors, seminars, and my favourite, the flea market. For full details about the field day, please go to the club website at ccarc.org.au and click on the field day graphic on the main page. Whether it's seeking that bargain from the flea market, grabbing that discounted new item from the trader's stands, educating yourself at the seminars and exhibitor stalls, or even taking that licence upgrade assessment, The place to be on February 23 is undoubtedly the CCARC field date Wyong. 73 till next week, this is Ed, VK2JI, Publicity Officer of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club.
1: Well, we certainly have reached the end of WIA national news already this week. Just time for a final final and then I'm out of here. In the final final, we got a note through the week and I'll just read you a portion of it, the complete item is on the text edition, best read when you go to wia.org.au and click on the link for the text edition of this, the WIA National News. But it reads, Graham, I listened with interest to the report of the restoration of the Great Melbourne Telescope, the second item on last week's broadcast. What you may not have known at the time was that Jim Pollock, the person quoted as referring to it as a nine-ton Meccano set, is in fact me, Victor Kilo 3, OX. We've been working on the restoration since 2009 and probably have another three years to go. The restoration has been a long haul so far and what we're aiming for is not just a static exhibit but a fully working telescope. As I often say, something to be looked at during the day and looked through by the general public when it gets dark. Now also working on the project and nominally in charge is another ham, Steve, Victor Kilo 3, Yankee, Juliet Queen.
6: This is vk one wia All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
0: In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks
5: follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.